Hello, Wichita. Welcome to Council Chat. Uh, with me is my good friend, Council Member Becky Tuttle. Um, we're going to start off this week with our Board of Bids, Petitions for Public Improvements. And we're also going to be looking at repairing or removing unsafe structures, um, some of which are in my district. Um, we got to look at it and we got to judge it by safety standards because there's a lot of warming fires that happen in structures like this um, that puts firefighters in risk. I remember we had one structure not too long ago that had uh, three separate fires in the basement and firefighters were talking about the concern when they walk in that the floor is unstable, um, possible injuries there. So uh, there, we got to balance this as far as um, your rights as a, a an owner of um, property, a property owner, along with uh, public safety. And sometimes we have to make some hard decisions and um, do away with some of these structures that are a public hazard. Yeah, I always say this is um, some of the hardest votes that I make. But I also know that by the time they come to us at city council meeting, that many, many hours, often many months, sometimes many years, have been involved working with the property owner, sometimes just finding the property owner. So this is something that all of us take very seriously. I'm a huge advocate for property rights, but then the balance of safety of the community and especially the neighbors also has to be taken into account. And sometimes this really is the best thing that we can do for the property owner and they're happy that we're in this situation and that we're going to be able to to work with them on this so um, something that I know we all take very seriously yeah yeah um, council member Tuttle put it um, nicely there about the difficulty in getting a hold of and working with some of the property owners um, there are many people who they move out of town and they inherit mm -hmm. a house when a loved one uh, passes away it might be their childhood home they don't want to release it but at the same time they're not around to actually care for their property and it falls in disrepair and it starts leading to some unfortunate safety concerns so um you know we're, we we work as hard as we can you said it. i think it's at least a 30-week process mm -hmm. going through um mapc mabcd uh, the planning department so it, it goes through a process where we give the property owners every opportunity to come up with a plan to take care of the issue. And when it comes before us, it's essentially a matter of last resort. So, um, yeah, it's it's difficult, but um, it's part of the job we signed up for. Absolutely. And we have amazing staff at MABCD, the Metropolitan Area Building and Construction Department. Um, Chris is our director. Kaylin is um, one of the folks who works with property owners, and she really does an amazing job of being kind, helpful, respectful, honest, accurate. All the accolades I could give her, Kaylin, is just right. truly a gem in that department and for the city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're also going to be looking at an ordinance regarding secondhand dealers and specifically the sale of precious metals. And the aim of this is to curb catalytic, catalytic converter thefts and remove some language from the ordinance that is a barrier to certain types of secondhand dealers. You and I had a meeting this week with Chief 
Sullivan with the Wichita um, Police Department and also our assistant city manager for economic development, Troy Anderson, and Councilmember Ballard. Just to talk about this, to get a little bit more information, it was brought to us several weeks ago, um, maybe even a month or so ago now, um, and then we just felt like we needed a little bit more information. Um, I know I have spoken with our police department several times. They had concerns. Um, Second-hand dealers have had concerns. So I'm interested to have this conversation again and have it brought to us. I think it's trying to find the balance of allowing police what they need to be able to do their job, but then also being business friendly and not having too many um, restrictions for secondhand dealers and and pawn shops and precious metal dealers. So I've learned a lot about this topic in the last, you know, four to six weeks. Hadn't really even realized that there was an issue. But the one thing that I do like about this, this topic and just a good reminder to the community is it's my understanding the whole reason we're having this discussion was very organic that a secondhand dealer came to the city and said that the ordinance that we currently have was problematic for them right. and too restrictive. So I think the the highlight of all of this is we'll, of course, make our current ordinance stronger. We should be reviewing them you know, as needed and making updates depending on what's happening in our world. But the fact that somebody came to us, identified a problem, and we're able to help fix it. Right. We... Like you said, I think organic was a very good uh, board choice there because we do. We listen to the public. We listen to you. Uh, we try and address the issues that come up. You know, we can't get to everybody's. What might be your number one issue might be the 137th most important issue to your neighbor. So um, we try and balance it out as well as we can. Um, I'd also like to point out that we here at City Hall are never in agreement. We're not always in agreement, I should say. Sure. And so there were um, differing opinions on this, but we did come together, and we're trying to do the balancing act like you referred to and find a compromise that will help um, free up some businesses from some um, unnecessary regulations, but also look at what we can do to adequately um, fight um, theft, especially of some of the lawn, gar- lawn and garden items, um, Power tools, some of the things that we see getting stolen from a garage, you know, while somebody's out mowing. Um, this is an important one in my district. I do look forward to seeing the finished product. Um, we've been very instrumental in trying to uh, have discussion back and forth with various departments, but this is a democracy at work, and yeah. it's interesting seeing the sausage making from the inside. So, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Always glad to be a part of the process. Right. right? Um, we're also going to be having public hearings on a large number of infrastructure improvements um, from paving projects to sewer projects and more. Sometimes, you know, these aren't always the most glamorous of things that we do, but it's the really important things that we do. Um, I, I often have been heard saying that most of what the city does is only appreciate in the absence of it. Like if you don't have clean water or the sewer system isn't working or our infrastructure crumbles or your streets aren't um, shoveled or with the snow removal. So we'll have public hearings on proposed assessments for 31 paving projects, 36 water projects, 22 sewer projects, and 14 storm sewer projects um, from the September 23 bond sales. So um, lots of different infrastructure projects. I'm going to have an opportunity to get into this a little bit more over the weekend and and see all the areas that will be impacted. So. Yeah. Um, they used to say um, our job number one is keeping the buses running on time. 
How about keeping the uh, sewer system flowing <laughs> yeah, on time? That, that's important. a pretty important one as well. Um, one of the other topics we're looking at is a very important one in our in our city and my district. Um, <coughs> we are going to be freeing up some money that we are getting from an opioid settlement to help fund safe streets to purchase um, Narcan and Naloxone kits to help fight the, um, especially the fentanyl overdose crisis that is going on right now. Uh, this will be the second time that we do this. Mm -hmm. We're working with our partner Safe Streets who have been very instrumental in helping to get out the word on mm -hmm. some of the, the things that we're facing right now. Um, if you look at the numbers, I urge you to tune in and look at the numbers as far as um, potential lives that we have saved or people that we have helped so far um, through this program. The numbers from last year are not in yet because there's such a back, backlog of them, but the estimates are that we're going to be just under 300 overdose deaths in the county last year. Um, this is a topic that's touched a lot of people's lives out there, and um, whatever we can do to help save lives and to help provide a system of rehabilitation for people who go through this is definitely um, a noble cause that we are all on board with. And I really do appreciate council's help and my fellow council members, their support on um, these issues that we are all facing because sometimes, sometimes some of these issues, there's a political process, but we're all on the same page on, on these issues. And um, it's something that, it's just vitally important to our community. So, yeah. and and I might add, our community, but I think across the state in the nation, right? I yep. mean, um, when I talk to my colleagues in other cities, either you know who are involved in the city or actually elected officials, and I think everybody's dealing with the same thing. Yeah. And and I don't think anybody has the exact answer, but this is maybe one of our tools in our tool belt to help address it to save lives. Absolutely, so. and. Um, all we can do is keep trying and doing the best we can as far as we see. So Absolutely. So we'll be here plugging away on this. And next for you, right, you have a Hyatt, uh, the Hyatt proceeds from oh, yeah. your district. Yep. Um, a couple of years ago, I, I can't remember the exact year the, the Hyatt sale went. Was that 2017? 2017. Okay, yep. it was going to be a year early. Um, they split it up to where every district received a million dollars. Um, to spend on projects within their district. Um, most of the, the, the funding for my district has been allotted. We're, we're shaking the uh, couch cushions here and digging up the, re um, the rest of the change. <coughs> um, but we're talking about a potential Plainview Community Center, doing away with the one we currently have and getting something that's a little more modern and up-to-date. And also uh, $8,000 that will be going towards a beautification project um, we're going to be looking at putting murals around the district. Um, I know graffiti is a big concern with a lot of people. If you have nice murals, honestly, those almost never get tagged. Hmm. So um, some of the blighted areas of town, especially along the South Broadway corridor, we're going to be looking at putting in murals and bringing a sense of community pride back to these areas. So it, it's... We're looking at the best bang for the buck with the remaining uh, funds that we have left. So, um, yeah, that'll be on the agenda, and 
I look forward to getting that money out there and improving the the area. So just a blast from the past. In 2017, I remember I was on the district advisory board for District 2 when now um, chair of the Board of County Commission, Pete Meitzer was the city council member. And I remember he called me because I was really involved in some biking and walking initiatives. And um, one of the things that we talked about is what could we do to help encourage more walking in the community. So I remember being very honored that he reached out to me as a district advisory board member and, and see if I had any thoughts of how the million dollars for district two could be spent. So it's been great to see all the impact that those projects have made and that you know the districts all did a little bit different thing. But but I think it's just had an impact all over the city. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's – I keep waiting, going to bed at night. I wonder if we'll come up with another million dollars <laughs> that I can I can spend as well. We'll but, find the money tree somewhere, right? <laughs> right. We'll shake it, give it a good shake. <laughs> we also have two agenda items regarding the Cheney pump station and the Cheney communication line. And I'm definitely going to have an adventure looking at this this weekend and learning <laughs> more about these. Um, Councilmember Fry is our water expert, right? Yes, so he is. you might have to give us all a tutorial on this to make sure we understand. But that's why I'm so glad that we have such wonderful public work staff who are just um, 21st century thinkers. But um, we do receive water sources from our water from two raw water from two sources, the Cheney pump station and the Equisbed well fields. And um, one of the agenda items is going to be looking at our communications lines. It seems like the existing network is unreliable and AT&T plans to discontinue the service. And so when we're thinking about our water treatment plant now and then the future, plant and having a new provider and how we're going to be able to update this. So um, I think it said that uh, it's in the capital improvement plan and a million dollars is being allocated for this. Oh. So excited to read the staff report and then hear the presentation from staff on Tuesday. And then the other is um, also with Cheney Pump Station and we it was constru constructed in 1965 and is the primary source of raw water for the city but need to do some more revisions and the one thing that we highlighted last Tuesday several times when some of these items came up about water and improvements that we make is that there won't be an impact to the users. There right. won't be a, an increase of your water rates because of the work because the city has done such a good job. This is also in the 2022-2031 capital improvement program. So we do a good job of forward thinking. Right. So that way when we do have to have improvements or things happen, we already have the funding allocated. We really so. try our best to not hit you over the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then it looks like we have an exciting opportunity for the Wichita um, for the Wichita River Festival. Always comes up in May. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm excited. I always love to go for the food, especially the ears of corn and all the good stuff. But there's river tours. There's, um, you know, always concerts. And it's just great way to celebrate the city of Wichita and our heritage. And it started in 1972. So we've been we've been doing this for a long time, and many many people have been able to to enjoy it. But we will have a MOU with Wichita Festivals to be able to help them to um, be the lead on our celebration. Do yeah. you go to Riverfest? Yeah, yeah. Um, Willie Nelson last year, lifelong fan. That was that was a heck of a thing to see. Um, when I was younger, we always did. Um, I think it was Treasure Island. Um, that was in um, Riverside Park, I believe. And the infamous bathtub races. I, oh, yeah. I, I really wish we could bring those back. I would love to do the bathtub races again. I'd love to enter one myself, honestly, if we could 
do that. But uh, Riverfest is such a great um, community event, and you really feel close to your fellow Wichitans and proud of your city. You go down there and you chat with people and all the fun games that they have. It's it's something that I appreciate more and more, um, especially after the pandemic. Yeah, for and sure. And being isolated so much. It, getting back to just engaging with our fellow human beings out there. This is an absolute true story. Um, um, Riverfest came up, and I remember asking one of my colleagues all these years later, I still remember this, about Riverfest and what it was, and, you know, should we go? And she said, Riverfest is my favorite time of the entire year. And so my husband and I went, and I think we've been every year since. So she was a good salesperson for (laughs) Riverfest. We should go back and find her and see if she would help us with any communication. Yeah, one of my good buddies has a... uh, has a collection of every single Riverfest button. Oh, that's cool. So I, I'm I'm really envious of it. Every time I see it, it's, hmm, how much would you let that go for? Yeah, I was going to say, they need, yeah. To yeah, they need to have some insurance on that. Right. Um, the last thing we have is we're going to be looking at a donation of a mobile sculpture called True Colors 2023 by artist John Waltner. Um, and we just were talking about it a little bit Um in our agenda review. So it's approximately 12 feet by 6 feet by 6 feet, and it's constructed of steel rods and sheet metal and art- acrylic paint and for a protective coating. So it's just going to be interesting to see and to learn more about this. Um, as, as I say frequently, I am a huge advocate for the arts, for the visual and performing arts, mostly because I have no talent of my own. So I'm always very incredibly appreciative when artists were share their, share their talent with us. But um, arts and culture in our community are not a nicety, they're a necessity. Over $90 million annual um, shot in the arm, if you will, to our e- to our economy. Um, almost 20, I think 2,800 jobs are supported by the arts industry in, in Wichita. So something near and dear to my heart, and we'll be excited to see the installation and be able to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not exactly an art expert as well. My wife, she's a wonderful artist, so uh, she balances out the family. I can't even make a stick figure that looks like a stick figure, so... Um, but I know, what, what's the old saying? I may not know art, but I know what I like. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so um, plenty of things I see around the city that I like. Um, it's also Final Friday, or First Friday today. Yep. So First Friday, um, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Quite a bit, quite a bit going on around um, the city this weekend. Do you have any, any major plans? I will be attending our first um, budget, um, I can't remember, town, that hall? town hall. Thank yeah. you for helping me with my words um, tomorrow. And then tomorrow evening, I have a fundraiser. Tomorrow's also the Kentucky Derby. Oh. And so it's a Kentucky Derby themed gala that um, supports women who are in construction and building. Oh. So I'll be going to do that. Um, and then, as always, going over agenda packet and <laughs> <laughs> trying to get some things done around the house. And I'm really excited to maybe be able to get out and plant some flowers. And I always put herbs in my flower pots on my back patio so I can have them when when cooking. But um, it seems like now we're over kind of the potential frost or anything. We're, we're into May, yes. so it seems like a safe time to do it now. They are talking uh, 90 degrees 93 this 93 tomorrow. I can't believe it. We went from like 50 to 90, but yeah, that's what yeah. we always do. I hope you enjoyed the whole two weeks of spring. We got Wichita. Um, It passes too quick, 
too quick. I, I don't get a chance to enjoy it as much. Um, so they do have uh, Open Streets, Yeah, Open Streets No More is yep, going to be no on Mar. Sunday. So that will be exciting, too. So I always say, if people say they're bored in Wichita, I say, come sit next to me. Because <laughs> there's more than I can ever do in any week, any month, right. any time. So if anybody needs tips on what to do, we can always help them. And, and get outside, because it's easier to adjust with the heat yeah. if you get out a little bit during the uh, yeah. warmer times before the, the real heat waves get here. So yeah. um, I fully encourage you guys to get out and enjoy some of the things going on around the city this weekend so All we right. have a question megan said this is the hardest one. Oh, would you prefer to have unlimited time or unlimited money i need a little further explanation here as to the unlimited time does that mean Hours in the day, years in your life. Right. Do I not sleep anymore? You know, do I just run 24-7? Hmm. It's it, up to me. It's, wow. Okay. I say every year at the budget retreats and when we pass the budget, where you allocate your time and treasure is a reflection of your values. Right. <laughs> so this is hard because it's both. But I think I'm going to go with time. Time? Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, most of the things in my life that have been my richest experiences came from family, friends, nature, things that I visited, and not money. So if I had unlimited time, I could have more experiences. So I'd go with time. So I, I can respect that. I also think if I have unlimited money, that would clear up my schedule quite a bit. <laughs> So um, that's being a really good thinker. That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> I would also be Uncle Moneybags. I'd be out there just throwing yeah. it away to whoever whoever wants a hundred bucks. So or it would get me in trouble. Yeah, right? yeah, pro so. pro probably as well. You, we should split this. We should we should trick Megan. You take money. I'll take time, and then we'll share. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There you go. <laughs> We're going to compromise, right? Right. Let's hope the we hit the lottery here someday <laughs> soon, right? Well, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it, and thank you, thank you for your service. Thank you for all same you do you. for the city of Wichita, and especially for your constituents. They're lucky to have you. It's same to you. It's um, You don't realize what you're getting into until you're <laughs> fully into this job. Um, we are here working for you, Wichita. You may not always agree with everything we do, but we do have pure hearts, and we are trying to do the best we can. Um, to give you a community that you're proud of, that you can, um, you and your family and your friends feel safe in, um, and you're instrumental in that. Oh, so I, I appreciate you and thank you. I all the work you've well. done for our community as well. Thank you. And thank you for joining us, Wichita. Be sure to su subscribe and follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Friday. <laughs>